if I can borrow your ears for I'm not gonna say a couple minutes for however long the episode takes. Hopefully it won't be too long, but if I can borrow y'all ears for a second to talk about one of the baddest motherfuckers to ever rock a fedora on the big screen. No, I'm not talking about Freddy Krueger. As much as much horror as I talk on here, sadly, I'm not talking about Freddy Krueger. He actually has the advantage of being a supernatural being. The person I'm talking about, he has the disadvantage, but I, I give this I give this character a little more credit because they because he has a disadvantage because he is actually human. And when I say fedora, um, you know, I'm I'm talking about Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones is coming back for a fifth go round. Apparently, now I don't know how far into development this new Indiana Jones movie is. I don't remember if the script has been written. Um, they they just announced it. Now this is supposedly going to be the last quote unquote Indiana Jones film. And when I say last, when I say quote unquote last. I say that because I know they want to get this movie made because Harrison Ford is he's getting up there, man. He's still acting here and there, but he's he's definitely up there in age to still be, you know, to keep rocking out with Indiana Jones sequels. So I feel like it's a passion project for him to get done for um, George Lucas to get done for Steven Spielberg to get done. Uh, but I do believe that there will be like a prequel spinoff of some kind and you know, there were rumors about some fan casting and um, Chris Pratt playing a role in the, in, the, in the prequel. This was before I think they announced part five that they were actually going through with it. And there was like rumors and, you know, fan art and stuff like that. Photoshop shit with Chris Pratt playing a young Indiana Jones. Now, I'm not the biggest Chris Pratt fan, but seeing him dive and slide all over and run all over the goddamn place in these Jurassic Park sequels that we've gotten these last two with a third one coming. I'm all for Chris Pratt playing a young Indiana Jones, but unfortunately we're not getting that. And I'm, I'm cool with the fact that we're getting one last hoorah with Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones, because this is, this is definitely one of my favorite movie characters. Now, as far as the series goes, um, I'll talk about my ranking in a second, but as far as the series goes, you know, it, it Honestly, I'm, I'm going to say something to y'all right now, and I feel so ashamed with saying this as a movie fan and say and because Indiana Jones is one of my favorite movie characters ever. Um, It was not until I started taking notes for this episode, which was sometime last week, if I'm not mistaken, that I realized the order in which these movies were released for some reason. I did not know that these movies were released the year that they were released and the 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 order they were. I didn't know Raiders of the Lost Ark came out first. I thought, yes, people, and if it, I'm sorry if anybody is listening to this, like, oh my God, this guy just lost a listener. Listen, bear with me. I'm still learning as a movie buff here, man. You gotta bear with me. But I, I thought The Last Crusade was first. And then I thought it was Raiders of the Lost Ark. Then I thought Temple of Doom was the third movie to be released. And then Crystal Skull, of course. But it wasn't until I did my research, I was just like, I was kind of blown away. I'm like, how did I not know this all these years? And I've always seen the movies. They were either on TV or, you know, I had them on VHS as a kid. I actually, the only one I still have is uh, Temple of Doom on VHS. But um, 
Yeah, man, Ra- Raiders of the Lost Ark was actually the first movie to be released in 1981. And I it's funny because this is actually my least favorite of the series. You know, uh, George Lucas and Lawrence Kasdan, you know, came up with the story, wrote the script. Harrison Ford, of course, Karen Allen. I love Karen Allen, man. Um, Alfred Molina, who I don't I didn't even remember was in Raiders of the Lost Ark. John Rise Davies. I and it's crazy because I don't I don't remember some of these people being in the movie because it's my least favorite in the series. Raiders of the Lost Ark was a movie like anything with just not like Nazis in it. I can't really I can't invest my time into it. I mean, I I can watch a movie with the minute, but it's only but so much I can get interested in it because Nazis just piss me off, man. They're just they're assholes, you know, that and that. That goes without saying, but I, I I barely remember anything of this movie at all. As much as it came on TV and as much as it was on my TV in the VCR, you know, back in the day, the only thing that I really remember from Raiders of the Lost Ark that stood out was them getting to the Ark or whatever it was. And, you know, the, the spirits or whatever the hell came out of that. <laughs> that structure that made people's faces melt and that was some of the scariest shit i've ever seen in my life as a kid i know it was like stop animation or whatever the hell it was claymation but that image of these people <laughs> these people's faces melting man will stick with me forever that's probably something i don't even know if i would want my child to watch it just yet maybe later on i'm not sure but um yeah, man, Raiders, it, it, it's not a bad film. It's just my least favorite because it was just so hard to get through. It's still hard to get through. Now, the second movie in the series, uh, Temple of Doom, came out in 1984. And this, hands down, is my favorite Indiana Jones movie ever to come out, ever to be made, ever to whatever. Harrison Ford came back. Kate Capshaw played... Um, played willie as whiny as she was i liked her character because she was on indy's top like she was really playing hard to get but she was on his top yeah she whined a lot but she (laughs) she she i think she threw a punch here and there you know she pulled a lever here or there when they had that nasty ass scene uh, where they're just in that cave and short round and uh short round played by ki hui kwan now i don't know if I said his name right either. Y'all know, but at, at this point, 50 something episodes and y'all know I fucked these names up. Y'all got to forgive me for that. But there's a scene with Indy in short round when they're in this cave and the walls are literally closing in with spikes on them. And there's bugs everywhere. It's one of the most disgusting scenes I've ever seen in my life. This, First of all, Temple of Doom, this is the darkest movie. Tonally, like content wise, it's the darkest scariest indiana like i used to have nightmares about this shit not only were they you know they were at the table this fancy table uh the the part there was a, a dinner for the maharaja can't remember the kid's name who played him but you know it was, it, everything was so elegant you know everything was so classy and so so touched up and polished but they're eating a uh, soup with eyeballs in it they're cutting snakes open and eating leeches out of them. They're eating beetles and monkey brains and all types of cr- like I have never seen any shit like this in my life, y'all. And I'm trying, I'm trying to tell you, as morbid and sick as this movie was, 
I loved every second of it. Plus, it was really sad seeing that these kids were being enslaved and they had them looking for the um, the Shankara stones. And that guy, Molaram, you know, not to mention, I don't know how I forgot, Molaram was pulling pulling people's hearts out. Pulling people's hearts out. They were still, well, he pulled that guy's heart out. He's still alive. And then has them chained up to this, this gate thing and they lower them into some lava. Like, the movie, they take it there. And... Hence me being a horror buff, you know, I like the dark shit, even though they pushed the boundaries for Indiana Jones movie. That was definitely a movie that was one for the books, favorite one in the series. But, you know, Last Crusade came after that in 1989. Of course, Harrison Ford came back. He is Indiana Jones. Why wouldn't he come back? Sean Connery, which was a cast in Steel. Um, he's awesome in it as Indy's dad. Allison Duty, River Phoenix, R.I.P. played... Um, Young Indiana Jones, Richard Young, he's the guy that um, actually is chasing Indy with his goons in the beginning. And, you know, when Indiana Jones um, is on that train, when River Phoenix plays him. And Richard Young, if anybody doesn't remember him, he plays uh, Matt from Friday the 13th, Part 5, A New Beginning. He's the guy that gets his throat sliced and gets that nail thing um, in his head and he's stuck to the tree. But, yeah, he's in it. And... Um, you know they had different they had different writers for these movies so it was like a different tone for each one i forgot to mention temple of doom was written by willard huck and gloria katz and the last crusade was written by jeffrey boehm and you know they're all they've all got george lucas and steven spielberg's prints all over them so that's what makes these movies special it makes them great adventure movies um last crusade one of the biggest things i remember is is indy getting chased by that big ass boulder that big ass ball you know just that signed and sealed him you know that's one of the trademark scenes that's one of the most memorable scenes in the series um one of the best scenes in the series actually and you know he loses his girl at the end uh played by allison duty he, he loses her at the end which i think her name was elsa but you know she didn't she she wanted she wanted the, the 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 gold and the riches and shit and that came at a cost so indy lost his girl after that i mean i get it there's sad parts to it and sean connery's awesome in it as well um alongside harrison ford but uh it none of these movies were better than temple of doom for me but i, I would say the last crusade might be my th third favorite and my second favorite after temple of doom would be Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, which came on 2008, and a lot of people were scared when Kingdom of the Crystal Skull came out because they were like, wait, Harrison Ford's up there, man, like, how is Indiana Jones going to be whooping ass and, you know, uh, doing a lasso thing with the whip and swinging and hanging from things with the whip, how is he going to pull this off, but listen, man, when I, I know the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was not the best received movie um, in the series by critics, by fans, by far, I, I can kind of understand it, but I'm going to be completely honest about the kingdom of the crystal skull. I loved it. It took me back, like even for a movie, you know, it was still set. It's, it's a period piece, but for them to make that movie in 2008 and they didn't have an Indiana Jones movie since 1989, I tip my hat to Steven Spielberg, George Lucas, everybody involved in that movie, because aside from the CG that some, a lot of CG didn't hold up in that movie, the, some of the green screens didn't hold up in that movie. But aside from that, 
and the crazy alien aspect shit that went on in that movie that i mean the 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 you know the the subtitle doesn't really give it doesn't do it any justice i mean unless you look into what the crystal skull is hitting for but i didn't expect that ending but aside from everything that that kind of worked against the movie i think the good really overpowered it for them to wait that long and do a sequel in the modern era and make it feel like indiana jones a classic indiana jones film to even down to the punches the, everybody knows that's indiana jones fan they know how the punches sound and to bring back karen allen and you know they had this love child who who was shia labeouf who's awesome in that movie shia labeouf has some of the best lines he has some of the best scenes in the movie with harrison ford to find out that that is indiana jones son was was crazy you know and it was it was awesome to watch because i actually you know people have their you know they have their things against shia labeouf also but i love shia labeouf as an actor I actually like dude as a freestyler too. Yeah, I said it. I don't care. He raps better than 95% of those, these mainstream industry rappers ever will. Um, and having Kate Blanchett as the villain, Kate Blanchett is a chameleon. She's a chameleon for me because I I didn't even know that was Kate Blanchett in this movie. Like she's she just dives into these roles, you know, her accent and everything. Ray Weinstone's in it. John Hurt, who you know, if any, you know, you got you got to do your research if you don't know who John Hurt is. He he's in the original Alien movie. He's the guy who the xenomorph you know pops out of his chest in that that um dinner table scene. John Hurt's in it, and he he's you know he's like the kooky guy, but he knows he knows more than these people think he knows. But like I said, man, uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull really did well for me. It brought me back to what an Indiana Jones movie is supposed to feel like. And it's supposed to feel like a fun adventure film, but the stakes have to be kind of high. Now, like I said, they took it a little far with the alien shit at the end and the big ass spaceship. I, I mean, it, it was so far fetched and it was a lot of CG. There were CG monkeys. They didn't, I don't think they didn't look as bad as the CG monkeys from Jumanji. Those are notoriously bad looking CG monkeys, but you know, Shia LaBeouf swinging through, swinging on the vines in the jungle with all the monkeys. The I think one of the best CG, and there was a CG gopher in the beginning that just looked like shit. Um, I think one of the best CG bits was something really simple, but they com they combined the effects to make it into something bigger than what it was. Were the fire ants? You know, the fire ants that were literally climbing on top of each other to get to um. You know, I almost said Kate Capshaw that were trying to get to Kate Blanchett. They were crawling. It was like World War Z. If they were fire ants, they were crawling up each other to form like a, you know, like a rope of their own. And she smashes a bunch of them. Uh, Indy, given those classic nostalgia uh, haymakers, beats a guy like delirious to the point where he falls in a pile of fire ants and they just carry his ass into the, you know, into the anthill and they suck him into the ground. I think that was a good scene. It was a good effect. Like I said, it's it's classic Indiana Jones shit where the people just it's not just the people that are um the threats, you know, they're the animals, the bugs, the the spirits, whatever, the stones, whatever you have in the Indiana Jones movie. So that's definitely, you know, my ranking would be Temple of Doom, Crystal Skull, Last Crusade, um Raiders of the Lost Ark. That would that would be my ranking. Now with Indiana Jones 5 coming, 
I feel like we got to get this ball rolling, y'all. I, I really feel like we have to. And, it, you know, that's not to say Harrison Ford can't pull it off. But that's just to say, let's get it done while he still wants to get it done. While we still while he still has the energy to do it. You know, um, I, I feel like with a new movie, you kind of have to up the ante as far, you know, but it's like, how do you up the ante without taking it into space? Like after after the ending of Crystal Skull, you know, you saw you literally saw aliens. You literally saw a spaceship. But I, I, I don't I honestly don't know what the plot will be, but I know they have to up the ante. But while you up the ante, you can also pull back on certain things. And I feel like they should pull back on the whole alien aspect of everything, because it's like like if you want to advance that and top that threat. Then you really have to go into space. You know, you gotta you gotta have Indy, um, Karen Allen and Shia LaBeouf build a space shuttle and just go after the aliens and try to get the skull back or whatever the hell. I don't even remember if they took it or not. Like you you have to. There are things that should and shouldn't be done in this movie, but I do agree that it has to it has to top the last one, but subtly, subtly top the last one. Don't go, you know. Mission Impossible or Fast and Furious with the Indiana Jones series, even though it has gone way further than that. I'm talking about as far as like spectacle goes. Um, but one of the things, a few things I want from an Indiana Jones 5 movie, if this is going to be the last one, of course I want adventure. That's what these movies are. They're not action movies for me. They're not horror movies for me. They're not dramas. They are adventure. Like that is the genre I put this movie in. It feels like like you know indiana jones is like a video game character come to life he's he's like he's one of those characters that you know he's human but the adventure aspect of the character and what the movies are based on it makes it so that you have a lot of fun you know there are there are high stakes and there's a lot of archaeological things you gotta and, and there's a lot of knowledge behind it but just seeing a, a a guy that's human, you know, do what he does with a whip or, you know, a, a sword or whatever, or his fist, whatever the case may be. It makes you root for this character like like he's a superhero. So that's why I put it in the category of something, you know, like an, an adventure movie. Um, I do feel like they should bring back Karen Allen. They sh they I think there were rumors that Shia LaBeouf was not returning. I don't know why they would do that. And I'm pretty sure in the public eye, people are like, oh, well, he's lost. He's off his rocker. He's getting arrested for say Yeah, because he's speaking out on shit, you know, so I don't I don't discredit him for anything. I feel like they should bring both Shia LaBeouf and Karen Allen back just for continuity's sake. You know, I don't want another sequel where I'm like, well, what happened to them? They didn't come back. Like sometimes I hate when when action fr or and when franchises in general, when they just there's no explanation. Um, horror movies, I can understand, because if you survive like a killer or something like that and you get the fuck out of Dodge, get out the city, you know, the state, the country, whatever. I understand that. But movies like this, um, Indiana Jones, uh, you know, Harrison Ford and Karen Allen got married at the end of Crystal Skull and Shia LaBeouf was there. And John Hurt's character, you know, rest in peace, John Hurt's no longer with us, but his character, I think, was there also at the wedding. Um, another thing I would do just for uh, comedy's sake and kind of like to throw a monkey wrench in things, I would bring back Kate Capshaw's character, Willie, just to, you know, 
oh, Indy, you're married now? What about that that time we had at the Maharaja's Palace type of shit? Like, just to hear Kate Capshaw whining and to give us that nostalgic, oh my God, I wish she would shut the hell up. You know, I would love to see that and just to see Karen, because Karen Allen's more of a badass. So I would love to see Karen Allen interact with Kate Capshaw and just be kind of, you know, territorial (laughs) against her man. And I would also want to bring back Short Round. Short Round, you know, I never hated him. A lot of people hated him, but Short Round was very fucking useful. He's very resourceful, man. He's a good sidekick for Indiana Jones, even though he was a kid. And not to mention, one of my favorite scenes in Temple of Doom is a scene with Short Round. I know it's like a back-to-back, um, they're back-to-back shots, but there's a scene where Indiana Jones, um, the Maharaja has a, a, a voodoo doll of Indiana Jones, and he's stabbing him with this pretty fly-ass knife. So Short Round goes up there, takes the knife out of Indy's chest, and Indy was actually in the process of getting his head crushed in like a steamroller type of machine. So when the knife comes out of him, you know, he gets his strength back, and he's beating the shit out of this guy. He's a big-ass dude. He looks like if he looks like he could be Zangief's dad. You know, this guy is huge, and he's one of the scarier goons in uh, Temple of Doom, but it's one of my favorite scenes in the movie, because Short Round is, he is whooping the Maharaja's ass and not letting up, and the only reason, you know, he lets up is because the Maharaja, I think he grabs a knife and stabs him or something like that in the shoulder, somewhere he stabs him in the shoulder or his arm, but Short Round pulled his weight in that movie, and I think it'd be a nice touch to have him like, you know, it's going to be a period piece. It's not going to be modern day, of course. Make short round a cab driver just of the strength that, you know, a part time cab driver just for laughs. Because when we first got introduced to that character, he was he was driving a fucking cab with, with, uh, you know, with these with these platform shoes on. And, you know, he Indiana Jones already knew him when he felt him and Willie fell out of that bill out of that uh, window and they landed in the cab. He's like short round step on it. <laughs> so it's like, I think it'd be funny to have short round come back. Have him be a part time cab driver. Have him. He doesn't have to know how to really fight like that, but have him know how to rumble too, like he did as a kid. Um, There's something I would say it's a small thing that I want, but it's 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 small, but it's relevant. I, I need if any time in this new Indiana Jones movie they're about to make. Anytime Indy punches somebody or anybody punches somebody, I need that sound. I need that classic Indiana Jones sound. Um, An indie movie is not an indie movie without that nostalgic punch sound. I don't care what anybody says. It's when you hear it, when I hear it, personally for me, it takes me back to my childhood. I was surprised when they kept that sound in, and they do it very early on, when they kept that sound in for Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, because I'm like, okay, they still know that we are Indiana Jones fans and we are watching this movie to see not only the story advance, but to see an Indiana Jones film. And that's that just that one sound alone, I think, puts a smile on a lot of fans faces. Now, another reason I say they should get this ball rolling ASAP is I want good stunts in this movie. Now, with the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, Harrison Ford, if you guys pay attention to that movie, he did a lot of his own stunts. A lot of his own stunts. Now, he, I was impressed. You know the scenes that um, weren't Harrison Ford. Of course, we probably know most of them. But I think they established in the last movie very early on that Harrison Ford was still limber. 
he still can maneuver because there's a scene where you know um Kate Blanchett and the Nazis they want him to they want him to look for the skull or something inside this warehouse so they show Harrison Ford from the ground up he's climbing up on these boxes and he's doing it with ease and they make sure that they keep that camera rolling and it's one shot that you see how fast and how you know how easily Harrison Ford gets up to up he climbs up these boxes and I want to see that I want to know that my man still got it you know I want to I need to know that he can still get down that he can still rumble Harrison Ford can still you know to a minimum do his own stunts because that takes me out of movies now um, I'm a lot more savvy to, I'm, well, I'm getting a lot more savvy to film, but as far as stunts go, I see what it is. Like as I even know, as far as when they don't even use just stuntmen by themselves, they digitally impose actors faces onto stunt doubles now. So it's getting a little more tricky to tell, but I can tell lots of the times, uh, we also need a grounded story. I want a dark story. You know what I want? I'm going to be completely honest with y'all, as I tend to do. I want this to be as dark as the Temple of Doom. And that's just me selfishly saying that because Temple of Doom is my favorite, like I said. So I need I haven't gotten a movie like that since that movie. I want that movie to take me places that I'm scared to go, like almost to the point where I'm watching it. Uh, in the next Indiana Jones movie and I'm like this is this is a bit much but I'm down with it you know I, I need them to push the envelope as far as the tone of it because while I do want it to be an adventure movie I miss that tone of Temple of Doom like it, it you had there were multiple times where it's like I don't even know if, if this is going to be okay I don't know what's going to happen at this point you know, Indy was drinking uh, cursed blood and shit, and he 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 was under a spell. You know, he had Willie chained up to that same uh, uh, gate thing that was about to. He, you know, she, he they didn't take her heart, but they were about to dip her into the lava. He was he slapped short round and round. You had it's and there were a lot of scenes where I didn't know what was going to happen, and I was scared. And it's an adventure movie. It's supposed to be fun. But yeah, I, I need the next film to be, you know, I'm not asking for a lot. Just the things I said prior. And I need the next film to be pretty dark. It doesn't have to be straight up horror, but it'd be nice to get back to that that tone that I that I know and love. But I don't know if they would do that because I feel like, you know, we, we get a lot of dark movies that aren't straight up horror. But I feel like that was a different time. You know, they went on location in India. Every every place they went in the Temple of Doom was shot on location. They were really in India and wherever else they traveled to. I, I feel like it was a different time for uh for film. You know, that they, they could pull off certain things that they probably couldn't pull off today, you know, without some type of movie magic or some type of something. I don't know. It's really hard to explain, but but I know that if they're going to make a fifth and final Indiana Jones movie, at least in this storyline, before they do whatever spinoffs or prequels, whatever the hell, you know, the rights allow them to do, it's no doubt in my mind that they're going to make it worth it. Because, you know, I got faith in, you know, Steven Spielberg is one of my favorite filmmakers of all time. George Lucas also. I got faith that these guys, if everybody comes back that captured the same magic of the first four movies, if everybody comes back, it's in good hands. You know, the, the icing on the cake is just, you know, getting the cast together. 
because I really, while I do want new cast members, I don't want a bunch of them. You know, I don't want to have to get attached to a bunch of new characters for a final movie. I say bring back everybody that's still around, everybody that's still alive. Uh, and it would make for a decent, a decent, uh, you know, what do they call it? Swan song, if you will, you know, a decent finale. But like I said, as far as this being the last one, I know they're going to they're going to either reboot it altogether or they're going to have a straight up prequel. And honestly, if they do either or I, and, you know, you will very hear very rarely hear me uh, give Chris Pratt praise. I don't hate the guy. It's just I, I can't get into him. You know, I, there are a lot of people that love Chris Pratt for um i don't know if it was parks and recreation he's on he was on one of those tv shows where he was a bit bigger then you know he got all buffed up and did the guardians of the galaxy movies which i'm not i'm not a fan of and i'm not necessarily a fan of his character in the jurassic park the last two jurassic park movies i don't hate him but i'm just not a big fan of you know he's no alan grant but i you very rarely hear me say this like i said but i I need to see Chris Pratt play Indiana Jones. I feel like it's a more fitting role for him, even though he's t he's stepping in the shoes of a, a larger than life character. I feel like he's the guy to do it. I feel like he's he's definitely got the humor to unpack. And while Indiana Jones is a more serious character, I feel like they could show if it's a prequel, they could show the arrogance of Indiana Jones when he was a lot younger, you know, before he realized how deep this uh, archaeology shit can get, you know, how deep literally digging farther than you're supposed to can get you so i don't know man Hope, hopefully they do that that'd be really interesting to see but as far as the fifth one don't let me down I, but like i said i got faith in it i don't think they will disappoint with a final indiana jones movie like i said it just has to it has to have the same integrity the same magic that it took to put into these first four movies has to be put into it and i feel like it will i'm i'm very confident that they it will be as long as they get it done as soon as possible you know harrison ford might pop up one day like yeah i don't want to do it he might pull a alec baldwin does anybody remember and i don't know if this had anything to do with his age but alec baldwin was supposed to be in that joker movie and he just kind of pulled out of it like yeah I'm, i don't want to do this no more i know i signed on but i'm good like take my name off like cross my name out of that uh out of that contract and you know whatever we can call it square from there but i would hate to see that because i do i do want to see the last one and i do want um, Harrison Ford to go out with a bang, especially after they brought him back in The Force Awakens. And I'm, I'm not the biggest Star Wars guy, but I do love the character Han Solo. And, it, you know, I, I love that character because of, he didn't give a fuck. You know, he didn't give a fuck. And he, he was on uh, Princess Leia's top. Chewie was his right hand man. He, it was him and his shit and his homie. That was it. But I was really disappointed when they brought him back just to kill him off in The Force Awakens. I was I and it was and because it was during an emotional moment. I'm like, nah, man, like I kind of was making up excuses and reading into the fan theories online that said, you know, they were going to bring him back. But I'm like, nah, he fell into a cloud of nothing. And like, he's probably still falling. We've been, we've had more we've had more sequels since then, but he's probably his ass is still falling into nothing. You know, after he got stabbed with that lightsaber by Kylo Ren. So it's like that was um that was a disservice for me. So. Yeah, man, I need I need Indy back, and I need him to um I need him to finish this thing strong, man. Fedora, whip, and all whatever sword he wants to use, them hands he got to use those. So I need him to definitely, you know, uh, hang up the fedora, 
proudly, um, gracefully, historically, as far as the series and as far as cinema goes. So yeah, people, that's about it. So as I wrap it up, you know, you guys know what to do. Follow the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Breaker, and Radio Public. Shout out to Anchor. They're trying to get me out there. They like me. I guess they like me. And shout out to the, to the reviewers because you guys like me. Hopefully you guys learn to love me and keep tuning in, man. I, I appreciate y'all. Y'all keep me afloat. Still shooting for the 300. I'm getting there. I'm halfway there. Halfway there. So that's something to be pretty proud of. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram, y'all. Romero Tudor. Follow the Facebook movie group, Cinemaniacs. Yours truly, of course, Romero Tudor again. Another episode of Tudor Reviews in the can, people. I'll catch y'all on the next one.